Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas in July. It's, it's so hot. <laughs> Maria's the one who's suffering this time because it's actually pretty cool over here. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> this is funny to me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Uh, this holiday is pointless now because of coronavirus and we're just giving away stuff for free. Yep. I love how you're just a microphone on your camera. Oh, oops. <laughs> there, now you can see my face. There you go. How are you, Maria? I'm melting. Oh, right, I forgot. This is Hell in a Cell, an animation podcast hosted by me, James, and that's the melting Maria. Hi. There you go. All right. As is tradition, Maria, at some point during our season, we have to watch another episode of Gargoyles. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you seem confused. I blanked out for a second. Okay. Her brain stopped. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, yeah, we watched the first episode last season. And we really enjoyed it, didn't we, Maria? I loved it. It was great. Um, it was really good. We were like, let's watch another one next season. Maria doesn't remember that. I do not remember that. No, nope. My brain, like, memory stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the memory storage part, it just keeps throwing out stuff that doesn't matter because I go to college and need that memory space for other things. <laughs> that's fine that's fine anyway we watched gargoyles episode season one episode two awakening part two uh, original release date october 25th 1994 story by eric luke and michael reeves and teleplay by michael reeves teleplay is screenwriting right james yeah basically teleplay uh, who even says that lots of people i've never heard like, that except in probably last year when we watched uh, gargoyles the first part <laughs> yeah it's not really a widely used thing and right now you know but you know it was a thing it was a thing all right, Maria, what happened last time on Gargoyles? I'm, I'm excited to hear so, this. So, last time on Gargoyles... Dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the badass theme song. Yeah, they have a very good theme song. It's, like, so epic and energetic and mm -hmm. just, like kind of, like, makes you excited and pumped for the episode instead of some music like intros that are just kind of you're just like huh well i guess i'll watch this yeah basically um so yeah gargoyles um the the first episode we basically get a little bit of of like the past where the gargoyles sort of help protect this one castle and mm -hmm. there's a betrayal that happens that um, sort of causes the downfall of the princess and the wizard in the castle. 
um, and it also leads to the destruction of a lot of gargoyles' um, fellow gargoyles family. His girlfriend died. Um, anyway. <laughs> yes, that is what happened. Yeah, his girlfriend got fridged. Anyway. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, she died. Um, and some of the others were downstairs, so they didn't get destroyed because these gargoyles turn into stone at night. Uh, no, in the daytime. And then were mm-hmm. smashed, so they were dead forever. Um, and... Yeah, the the invading sort of army takes the people living in the castle as hostage and prisoners and are sort of trying to go back to their kingdom. And yeah, that's where we start off this episode where sort of the princess and the wizard are be- going to be sold as hostage. And mm-hmm. um, Goliath comes back home to find his family in pieces. Rest in pieces. Oh my God. How disrespectful. Oh, we get so much great Keith David screaming in this episode. <laughs> yeah, he's always yelling. This is He is, yes. He's just in, in pure agony, like constantly in this episode. And confusion. Mm. And also like complete distrust in, in all of like humanity in general. Mm-hmm. He's yep. just not having it. He's like, Y'all suck. <laughs> Yep, he's also mourning his stamp collection. I mean, his his girlfriend died, but sure, the stamp collection is what he's he's mourning about, definitely. Mm-hmm. Come on, we all know that's really why he's so upset. Yep, of course, of course, yep, yep. Not his angel of the night. Oh yeah, I forgot he said that. That's a good line. I do like that, it's very cute. Wholesome. He says it in such a sad way, though. I know. <sighs> Glad's pretty freaking hot, though. Oh, God, yeah, he's he is definitely a, a, a very big buff daddy. <laughs> oh God. Yep. 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 As as donkey said. In, in Shrek 2, let's bond with daddy. Yep. Oh yep. Oh God. He said I that, bond by the with way. that, daddy. Oof. All right. All right. Sure. Sure. Anyway, what the hell happened in this episode? Um, oh, yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Uh, we basically watch um, this weird rich billionaire. billionaire Three, not not three thousand. A thousand years later, sort of finding the castle and like building. Well, actually, before you're that, you're skipping a lot. Yeah, of things sorry. Here. Actually, before that, um, yeah, the gargoyles in this episode come to save the people because even after they were treated poorly in the last episode, hit tent racism. <laughs> um, they. Yeah, kind of. Sure. I mean, that is kind of what it is. Um, anyway. Anyway, they they come back to help help the people, and the the leader of the 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 army that attacks the castle in the first place, sort the of. Vikings. Yes, the Vikings. They uh, the leader of the Vikings takes the princess 
as like a hostage when he finds out that the um, gargoyles are coming to save the people. Yay! That one kid that like um, wanted to play ball with with the gargoyles, and then he's vindicated. <laughs> the little, the little wee lad. The wee lad. With, with the Scottish accent. Yep. They have, like, very soft Scottish accents. Um, but, but yeah, so the they come in and the, the, um, the Viking um, leader sort of burns, like, a page out of, out of the wizard's spell book. Which, a very important page. Very, very important page. Um, and sort of takes takes the princess hostage when he finds out that the gargoyles are here, um, and the his sort of small troop of gargoyles that still that are still alive, sort of fight off some of the Vikings and save the people, while um, Goliath goes to try and save the princess, and sort of get revenge on the man who betrayed. Um, who betrayed them, and who betrayed the princess and the Scot, uh, the Viking leader? Um, instead, they plummet down into a chasm, and mm-hmm. um, the uh, and Goliath manages to save the princess, and then they sort of. In the meantime, the wizard thinks that the, the princess is dead, and. In, like, a fit of fury, he turns the other gargoyles into stone permanently. Mm-hmm. And then because Goliath comes back. they were just gonna back. ransom them. Yeah. And he was like, no, because of you, she's dead, blah, 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 blah. You guys should have never come. I hate y'all. My love is dead. Because, obviously, I mean, they're definitely, oh, you like... Think? They're definitely, like, yeah, doing it in the down low. Oh. Um, hmm. Ooh, saucy. Definitely doing it on the down low. Anyway. Um, curious. <laughs> um, the So Gargoyle comes back with a princess, and the wizard's like, Oh my gosh, I made, I did a dumb, you guys. I did a You're dumb. You're sorry. I mean, he is, I guess. I just like making fun of him because he looks like such a, like... I don't know. He just looks like that very stereotypical sorcerer dude with like white hair and like pale ass skin. Like as if mm-hmm. like like as though all sorcer- sorcerers just have to like um sort of sacrifice their melanin to become to become <laughs> sorcerers. Like they're just like pale. They're so pale. Their hair is white. Their like skin is white. Like it's mm. like like not even white white like pale white. Um. Anyway. Yeah. He's also Scottish, so you know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. It's just really funny to see that. Um. <laughs> yeah. Like even in in funny. even in um. The Dragon Prince when um. What's his face? The 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 um oh, yeah. evil wizard guy when he gets like all possessed he becomes all pale and shit yeah um, zombie like yeah. and then she loses her hair her hair turns white yep 
That's because so, yeah. isn't it like she's like aging herself? Anyway, that's a different show completely. <laughs> um, we're, we're totally going off off script here. Um, it's fine. So yeah, they they turn the, so before yeah they're turned into stone, and Goliath um, wants the the kingdom to the princess to take care of the little um, eggs in the rook in the rookery and um, sort of asks the wizard to turn him into stone to, as mm -hmm. well so that he doesn't have to live a lonely life of loneliness yes a thousand uh, years later well, hold well on, actually hold here. on yeah first off really cool shot of goliath like, yes lit, backlit against the moon i would put a poster of that up on my wall oh that is so cool that is yeah, so I cool definitely have a poster Second of all, let's talk about the expressions in this show. There's a lot of expressions. <laughs> like, they're very smooth and yes. very animated. As in, like, not in the sense that they're animated. As in, like, they move a lot. There's a lot of facial movement, like eyebrows and sort of cheeks and, and, and like, mouths mm. moving. Um and it's it's really interesting because they all have different like kinds of expressions, even like like the um like the expressions on the princess are are a little more like delicate, but they're also not as she's not as expressive in her mm -hmm. face, which understandable. She's a princess. She's probably told to have a deadpan face for the, all of her life. But like resting bitch face. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yes. like you can tell, um, the wizard has a lot of like movement in his face, especially when he gets mad. Um, mm -hmm. gargoyle yep. gets a lot of like, even his movement is still sort of. I don't know how to say it. It's kind of like a little uh more rugged, mm. right? Like his yeah. expressions are not like. They're stiffer, but they say a lot. Exactly, exactly. They're stiffer, but you can tell it's, like, intentional. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, same for, like, the Viking leader. Yeah. I think him and Goliath parallel each other in that way. Yeah, and, like, the, the, the younger sort of gargoyles, especially the smaller ones, have more of that, like, playful um, animation to their face as compared mm -hmm. to, like, Goliath with a more, like, rugged sort of facial features and, and movement it's yeah the green one definitely has disney eyes <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit well like yeah you can see there's like intent there with everyone's expressions sort of working differently mm -hmm. um just the way they animated it, it was really cool and really fluid and it just it just made the scenes pop when they put that in right yeah yeah, definitely. Because um, you really don't see that a lot in, like, even now, modern cartoons. Um, it's usually in, you know, it kind of makes sense. You kind of just pick a face and you kind of stick with that. Mm -hmm. You don't really have the resources to be able to do what they were doing here. Right. Yeah, and they were all very fluid. They were They were mm -hmm. very, like... They're very fluid and smooth. They didn't. They didn't feel choppy. They didn't feel awkward or, mm -hmm. um, you know, just 
sort of sort of rickety in any way. Like they were very very smooth. Yeah, this this was top tier stuff. They they worked a lot. They obviously didn't have a lot as much resources as they did on the first episode, but what they did put in, they put it where it needed to be. Right. Yeah, and again, like, that one shot of Goliath sort of in the moon is just, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just so pretty. It's, like, the prettiest thing ever. It's it's so pretty. It's so striking. It's just immediately you look at it and you're like, oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, It, It just pops. Um, so, which brings us to the future, where this rich freaking billionaire dude with a passion project, um... Xanatos. There we go. Why does he have... What? What kind of name is that? Who names their child Xanatos? It's a cool-ass name, Maria. I mean, yeah, but, like... From, like, think of it from a parent's, what kind of person is, looks at this, like, slimy child that they're, that, that just, like, got popped out of their body or, like, their wife's body or whatever. And it's like, this one, this slimy thing here, I'm gonna call it Xantos. Like, who, who does that? This person clearly had a name change later on. Clearly. Do you, do you honestly think that they popped that thing out of their own bodies? They paid somebody to do that for them. Oh, my God. They got, like, a surrogate. Or maybe some kind of weird machine. Oh, my God. You know what? You're right. He's too, like... He's too... I don't even know how to describe him. He's, like... I like him. I I, I mean, I like his design. It, I don't trust him at all. <laughs> I don't trust him at all. I don't think you're supposed to. He's packing heat. He's packing heat. He's like immaculate, but has like that weird like ponytail that used to be cool in like older people before, but not anymore. Okay, yeah, he does. That's the one weakness of his character design. Like he's got that that weird like I think I'm cool ponytail, but it, you're not. Please you're not. stop. Yeah, stop. Uh, remember, Miriam, Elon Musk and his wife, whatever, remember what they named their kid? Oh, God. Actually, you're right. Rich people are weird and name their kid weird stuff. Yeah, no, his mm-hmm. name could totally, plausibly be Sanatos. Yep. Fucking right, I take it back. Kim Kardashian named her fucking child Northwest. So, what the... Xanados is a normal name. Fine. Normal, but our standards are, like, way low because it's rich people. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, continue. So, um, yeah, this billionaire sort of finds the gargoyles and knows about the spell and so sort of constructs the, the castle on top of a skyscraper, which looks glorious by the way like what is that building it's like it's like a it's like it's like three different buildings in one building like this is some sort of shit you'd see in dubai yeah yeah it's like okay you got like an office building and then you've got like avengers tower yeah like like glass shit like with with sort of this weird like swinging architecture of just like a glass Mm -hmm. sort of 
section and then there's like a fucking like medieval castle on top like what the hell you guys pick a just shaking my head at you like what the hell guys pick a style and stick to it damn it yeah and he constructs this castle brick by brick God. on top of his fucking building Yep. I, th- I think that's in the next episode that he says that. But anyway, yeah, he, he literally reconstructed the whole castle brick by brick. Yep, and then puts, like, Goliath and everyone on top of it. And mm-hmm. we have this really cool oh sort of God. camera scene of, like, there's a low shot. And then, like, there's Goliath sort of turning into a gargoyle instead of being, like, a statue. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, this sort of spinning shot of of like the other gargoyles on a tower sort of turning into like moving living gargoyle people um mm-hmm. and from stone and it's just the most amazing sort of work of animation that you could have ever seen it's so yeah. clean and it's so cool to fucking watch like whoever birthed mm-hmm. that that <laughs> was a genius Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that one shot makes all of the janky animation in this episode just worth it. Yeah. Because there's a little bit of jankiness later on. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of janky here and there. Remember when the the Viking and the betrayer, I'd forget his name. Who cares? He dies. Yeah. Or running, and it's just them on the flat plane just running. Yeah. It's just kind of wonky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. there's some wonk in here. Yeah, there's some wonk. We've seen but there's some of this. Wonk. There's this brilliant, like multiple panning shots and a spinning shot, and oh, it's so good. It's like, it's it's beautiful to watch. It really is. Oh, and I noticed like uh, this is later, but like you can't really do a rack focus with cell animation, right? It just doesn't work. I mean, you could probably make it work, but it wouldn't, you know. It'd look weird. It would look really weird. Yeah. So in this, they compensated by him just kind of appearing in the frame. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that. He just sort of, like, walks in from the shadows, almost. Which I like. I Yeah, I do. I mean, it does also make him look evil-er, but, like, we already know he's evil, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, like, the, he shows up in frame like that, and you're just like, oh, he's yeah. evil, where'd he come from? Yeah, he just dissolves into frame, and it's really, it's a cool effect that they did. It, it, it is, yeah. Yeah, no, I really like that. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, cool, like, low-shot camera work in this part. Mm-hmm. Where like yes. the gargoyles are coming back in, and the the uh, backgrounds in, of the interior of the castle is just still fucking brilliant to like see because it still has that kind of like this building is is a thousand years old effect to it, mm-hmm. but is like put in there with with so much care and like you can see the age on it, but it still looks so good, right? Like. Yeah, those backgrounds were really intricate, and I just feel bad for the background artists who had to do that. I mean, it looks beautiful. It looks so it beautiful. 
Um, and and once again, the characters are really well integrated in the backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. They, the lighting guy, whoever did the lighting in this, is just they deserve something. Yeah, and like the lighting is very soft inside, but it's like re- really sharp when they're like outside or when it's dramatic. Like every mm-hmm. time there's like a dramatic scene, the lighting is just very sharp and and like cuts through sort of the shadows on, on like. The bodies of the of the um, of the gargoyles and like of the sharp lines of the of the buildings and stuff. It's it's like the lighting is very well done, you know. Mm-hmm. Unlike Ruby, where they didn't have where they had a light guy, but nobody <laughs> did any lighting. Oh my god! So randomly, I just clicked on an an older or a newer episode, just because I was kind of waiting for the Shrek video to upload. Uh huh. And I was bored, uh-huh. and I looked at it. They added lighting, Maria. I don't believe you. I know you don't, but it actually makes the models look good. Yes, that's what was wrong with the models <laughs> in the first place. It looked weird and glassy because they were all always like front lit, even though there was no lighting in front of them. But they also added more tweening to the models, so they actually move smoothly. They anyway, didn't, like jerk around like they were having a. S- anyway, <laughs> herky jerky. You know what's not herky jerky? This show. Gargoyles. Yeah, it's there's <laughs> the animation is so smooth except for when it's like, like there's some like choreography issues some sometimes, but yeah, like f- otherwise uh... movements are very like natural. Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. don't seem wonky or jittery or like. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Another problem is you're not working with humans in this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know. You're not. Yeah. You're drawing so, it. So. Yeah. So give. We have to give them some props because they're working with these monsters, these monsters. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty hot for monsters, but you know what? It's fine. <laughs> anyway, we also get get to see the detective that shows up, who is um, I forget what her name is. She hasn't been introduced yet. Oh, right. She hasn't. That's There we go. Um, the detective in the red jacket with, like, the blue hair, but it's actually black, but we draw it blue in animation so that we can actually see the outlines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You kind of just have to accept that. I mean, but, like, it looks cool. I don't, I don't dislike the blue hair. I just, it's something that I noticed as we were watching a bunch of shows and was like, why do people have blue hair? Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's just because. supposed to be jet black, but like, they're like, well, sometimes his hair looks blue in the light, so we're just going to color it blue. Anyway, that's not why they do it. Um, look, why do black people look blue in the moonlight? They don't. That's a that's a reference to the story that Moonlight was based on. Oh, okay. I think that's what it's called. Moonlight, the movie? The book? No, the, the story that it's based on. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, yes. Yeah, Maria thinks she's hot. I mean, yeah, I think I'm hot. Thank you. Um, no, not... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, at the at the. Anyway, yeah, the detective's pretty hot too. I fucking love her. She looks pretty cool. Um. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Hey, look, it's a big deal to see a woman detective. Okay. 
Um, I mean, not really is, anymore, yeah. but like back then. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. No, she's cool. She's a main character. You can tell because she has a. Well, then again, there's a lot of character designs. There's quite a bit of like even some of the random like skittering um, street folk folk of New York were running around. Mm-hmm. They yeah, were, they had designs. They had so. pretty decent designs. Yeah, that one like random police officer that shows up in the scene, sort of talking to the detective, also had a, like a character design that was pretty cool. They mm-hmm. all had decent character designs, except for the folks wearing helmets. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Should we get to that part? Yes. So Xanatos, this dude with the name of a company, um, gets attacked by <laughs> gets attacked by these strange people in like high tech armor and and like they hop out of a helicopter and everything. And for a second, you're like, is it the FBI? Is he like? Oh my God. Is he is he hiding drugs? Is he gonna get busted? And I then, gotta tell you, Maria. Uh-huh. I gotta tell you though. Uh-huh. The these designs brought me right back to the nineties. Holy crap, these are so nineties <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, I James was like, Oh look, it. it's the stormtroopers. No, not even the no, no, this is just generic bad guy from the night from a nineties cartoon. Oh my god. I loved it. Holy crap. Like I could the see these people fighting the ninja. Yeah, all the helmets, the the vest. Yeah, yeah the, the vest, vest Maria. The, 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 the jumpsuit. Yeah, the like the like like the B shaped glasses that just oh, like god. oh my god. Yeah. I could see these people fighting the ninja turtles. Oh my it's god. Just, oh my god, I loved it. Oh my god. But they had they had guns, Maria. They had guns. He said hell. Oh yeah, he did Xanatos had a cool line. Pay a guy enough and he'll walk into hell barefoot. Or he'll walk barefoot into hell. Yeah. I love that line. Yeah, because that's what he paid us to walk into this hellhole. Anyway. (laughs) um, We got paid by Xanathos to walk into hell. We're stupid. We can't even spend the money. Nope, because we're in hell. Yep. Maria's just looking at her arm, very confused. Like, I have a hand. I have a hand. It was hurting a little bit. It's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, they have guns. This is a Disney show, Maria. This was on Disney. Kim Possible had a gun. Well, no, she didn't. Like, the villains had guns on Kim Possible. Those were lasers. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, they had, like, pew-pew guns. Yeah, they had pew-pew guns. He pulled a knife. He pulled a knife. It was, like, an actual, like, serrated knife knife, like an army knife. Like, this wasn't Mm -hmm. even just, like, a freaking, like, oh, it's, like, a weird sort of triangle. No, this was, like, serrated. You could see the blade and everything. It was terrifying. Yeah, like, uh, so, really quick, random trivia, Maria. Uh, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were heavily censored in England. Okay. Because of the... I guess there had been some attacks with nunchucks or something, or maybe. So, like, first of all, they got renamed to the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Oh, no. What? And, uh, <laughs> That's bullshit. And in the, la- in the later seasons, Michelangelo, <laughs> Michelangelo lost his nunchucks and, had, and he replaced them with, like, a rope thing. I forget what it was. 
A whip. Basically a whip. But I'm just like wondering, oh my God, what did they react to this show? God. Like a guy swinging a goddamn knife at a gargoyle. It was oh, so cool. God. It was. It was very cool. Um, that entire fight scene, except for like a couple spots where it was kind of wonky, mm. was very well done. Like, I don't think, I don't want to blame the animators. I just don't think that the person directing them had a good grasp on fight scenes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like an animator thing. The The fight choreography could use some work. But otherwise, it was like, mm-hmm. it was again, like very well done. A lot of the movements were very smooth. It was only yes. like that, like that contact frame was, um... Mm-hmm. kind of like wonky or missing something but like yeah. the impact frame was just kind of meh. but otherwise it was very smooth like movements were very smooth um because like these things have wings and shit like it was very well done for like animating sort of uh creatures with non-human like appendages on them right like mm-hmm. and and the wings move very uh naturally with them Right. Which, again, it's like, it's already difficult to animate humans, let alone, like, humans with something on their back that, like, moves <laughs> as mm-hmm. an appendage, you oh, know. And they have, like, different, like, their feet are different, too. Yeah, yeah, their feet are a little different. They're a little more, like, um, bent, I guess, at the, yeah. the knee. Like, they're a little more arched. Um, mm. Yeah. So you no, can't even definitely. do, like, normal walking. Yeah, you have to... Like, they probably had to do, like, a weird walk cycle for for them. Yeah. Fucking morons. Why would you do this to yourselves? Yeah, they did this to themselves, really. Uh, yeah. But, like, that fight scene was very cool. And you're, like, they're, and it's intense, too. Like, you don't know what these people are doing here. You know they're not, like, cops or anything because the cops are downstairs and wondering what the right. fuck is going on up there in that rich person building. Um, I think, though, the most, like... The best thing about the fight scene is that it's not one-sided. Like, the gargoyles aren't just smoking the these mercenaries. Yeah, like, yeah. The gargoyles throw one of the mercenaries like they would throw one of the Vikings. And in the past, like, it's, it, a Viking, it's just a guy who had, happens to own a sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. But these guys Where, are, like, trained. Like, one of them does a somersault when he gets thrown. And is, like, back on twice. his feet. Yeah, and he's, like, back on his feet. And you're, like, oh, fuck. All right. Yeah, yeah exactly. these aren't and it like looked really good. Yeah, too. it looked really good, and the, you're like, oh wow, okay, these guys aren't like. And again, they win, right? Like they they take mm. what they need to take and they leave. So yep. it's not like yeah, the good guys don't win here. Although we don't really know who the good guys are anyway. So mm. yeah, look, Maria doesn't like nuance, as she told me when we were watching this. What I like nuance. I just don't like the way that guy looks. He looked at me dirty. <laughs> he okay fine he has that that he has that like face yeah look he's just too nice okay he's just like too (laughs) nice and like and it's just like no rich person is like i think we can both help each other without there being a caveat or like we're both going to have to work on this relationship which clearly just means that goliath needs to listen to what he has to say (laughs) exactly you know what I think would have made the fight scene a little smoother for them? Mm-hmm. I think if they had, like, uh, 
I don't know how it would have worked, but if they had some sort of sword, the mercenaries, because I think the sword, like, play in the first episode was pretty good. Yeah. So I think they might have had a a better grasp on it if they had had, like, a sticks or something you saying that they're not like good at combat that is like just pew pew guns well the pew pew guns were fine it's just whenever they had to like you know fight with the gargoyles right i guess so maybe do you think maybe they had like a different team that did like the medieval fighting and a different team that did like the real like real time fighting there's a bunch of teams working yeah. on this. You could you could tell. Yeah. It's, they're all pretty good teams, but you know, there's definitely an A, a B, and a C team. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, the show looks amazing, but you know, you have to make compromise. Animation is about making compromises. And that's true. That is, that is not, true. Not everything can be has been a hotel movie. <laughs> but I want it to be has been hotel. Haspen Hotel was beautiful. It was very beautiful. Probably took them years to make that one episode. It took so long. You don't even know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I want to. I don't. I don't know how long it took. It looked like it took ages, but no. God, I pity them so much. All these morons who are just like, we want episode two. Where is it? How come it's not in my queue? And. You know, immediately after the first one, like a Netflix. Oh my god, that's not how that works. Also, they don't have the budget of a Netflix show. Mm. They should. They They deserve it. God, Netflix needs to just throw money at them. Just like... Like immediately. Just like toss like bags of money in their face. Anyway, we're getting... We're digressing again. Okay. Um, I mean, this yeah. is kind of where the episode ends. It's sort of like mm-hmm. this this um, kind of conversation between the two of them, where they're both like, "Gargoyle, uh, sorry, uh, Goliath is like, yeah, we don't have anywhere else to go, so I guess we'll help you, but I don't trust you because humans suck and they betrayed us and killed my family. So, ha 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 ha, we're only here because we have nowhere else to go." Because we're sad, lonely gargoyles. A single tear. Yep. Single tear. Um, yeah, that's kind of where it ends. I want to bring up a discussion, though. Okay. Because there's something I noticed in this episode that really contrasts with modern animation, and I want your opinion on it. Okay. And that there's a lot of cuts in this episode. Yes. Like, they cut a lot. And for... Th- I guess, should we explain what cutting is? Kind of like when they, like, instead of it just being like a smooth scene and the camera moving, you just cut to a different scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. And I think I know why. Like, with modern technology and modern animation, you have the ability to do longer shots. Right. With it that look good. Mm-hmm. Compared to, like, an older animation, you mm-hmm. can do long shots, but it's just going to be them kind of standing there. Yeah, you know. and then also, like, it would be very expensive. Because the only other, like, long shot right. that we saw, like, a continuous one, was the spiral sort of gargoyle shot. And that probably took a while for them to, like, make as seamless as they did. But I understand why they did that. The thing is that I didn't... It wasn't something that popped out to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know, like I noticed that was something that they were doing, but it didn't feel 
um, it was very seamless. It didn't feel choppy. No, but I think there were a lot of really cool cuts or good cuts in the show. Right. And that you, yeah, you didn't notice, which is good. Yeah, because they like made up with sort of camera angles, right? Like, yeah. Um, like I guess I'm trying to think of examples. I really should have brought examples. Well, to there this were discussion. quite a few cuts when um, when they were in fight when they were fighting. Um, mm-hmm. There was like that one cut where the um, the lady pushed one of the gargoyles off the side. There was a cut, and then the the gargoyle came around and sort of pushed her off somewhere. And there was another oh, cut yeah. for that. Um, mm-hmm. Like yeah. Yeah, or or when um, let me let me think. There was another one where it was um, sort of shifting between Santos and 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 Goliath when he was turning back into human. There was right. a couple like cuts there. There was a few That's cuts good. there. Um, yeah, like but it didn't feel odd or out of place. Like they were very like there were a lot of them, but it didn't feel choppy right Mm -hmm. like yes um no but i think like we might have lost something in the transition to the digital age right that's the uh, then that's the like learning as a director like you know back in the day you had a limited amount of film so Mm -hmm. you had to make a lot of cuts you had to make a lot of compromise there with digital it's much less expensive to film a movie right and with digital animation, you know, you can do those long shots without needing, you know, to have a strip of fucking paper on, you know, on right. your camera slowly but surely, you know, filming this thing as you're flipping through cells every, you know. Right. But, like, cuts are important in a scene, yeah. in a show. I mean, like, I think that one of the reasons why um, Haspen Hotel, and I talk about Haspen Hotel specifically, felt so fast-paced was because there weren't a lot of cuts in that. Sh- in that. The, uh, there was a lot of continuous and panning and and mm-hmm. sort of um, sort of panning outward shots and, and like, weird, like, funky doodle stuff happening without any cuts in it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I would, I would say is one of the reasons why it felt so almost, like, breathless to watch it. Yeah. Was because of that. that again. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I can see why, and, like, again, Haspen Hotel is, like, a sort of a more extreme example of, like, of that sort of thing, and I know that there are shows that probably do cuts better even now like but i guess now it's it, it's something less of a thing of need or necessity and more of an an art and a style choice mm-hmm. like like computers or digital digital like animation sort of has opened it up to like yes there's more potential to do panning shots and stuff like that more seamlessly so now these cuts can be sort of a stylistic choice rather than right. a a necessity choice, mm-hmm. right? And that's something that, yeah. like, a lot of the times when, when stuff becomes starts getting digitized, old things become a stylistic choice rather than 
a a, a thing of necessity, right? Like mm-hmm. old cameras, film photography, um, oh, having a typewriter in your home. These are all like aesthetic choices that you're making now because you don't need that anymore. But it's a choice that you're making as a style. Um, and that is yeah. something that now has like is in your toolbox, I guess. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that it's bad. I would say that now people that want to do it will focus on it and sort of identify it as something that happened and then be like, I want to try doing this in my work, right? And sort of go from there. Right. I'm just like looking, thinking back to all the modern shows we watch, like when we did Isekai months Mm -hmm. and we we just watched modern shows. Right. And you don't get those cuts that I can recall. Like, yeah, there's not a I lot. Feel, of it. I understand what you mean, and that's you know we've moved past the need for it. But right, it's still like film is a you know film and animation are things that are built upon the past. Yes, like yes. so much of the techniques you should learn, you should learn everything. Honestly, when you're becoming a filmmaker, because if you don't, you can tell when somebody doesn't know what they're doing, especially if you're looking at like TV. Right. Well, I guess not now because we're in the golden age of television or whatever the fuck that means. But like, you know, old TV is just so static and so boring and flat. Right. That the stuff that doesn't look like that just stands out so much differently from that Mm -hmm. and now we're kind of in a era where we're not i don't know i guess we're not being taught a lot of the old stuff in animation i don't know that for certain obviously because we didn't go to animation school yeah because we're poor well, yeah, and also, like, again, I have different different aspirations in life that are not animation, doing animation at the very least. Uh, but yeah. again, like, um, I suppose it is also, like, learning about old techniques is something that you do when you are doing a formal education, right? But, like, mm-hmm. how many people can actually afford to do that? Like, like you just said, like, how many people right. can actually afford to do that? That doesn't mean that they can't create, though, right? Which is why we come right. to this sort of situation where it's like this ease allows people, it makes it more available to people, but that also means that there is some technique that may not get picked up because that is something mm-hmm. that you would expect to acquire from from a university or from, a, you know, post-secondary education because that is what university and, like, college is about is about like looking at the old stuff seeing how it's gotten better learning how to use the new stuff with Mm. the information of the old stuff right like right so yeah i I see what you're saying uh, and yeah yeah i just wish they wouldn't reserve it for fight scenes because that seems right. like what it's reserved for. Yeah, the I mean, it, it's, are... yeah. I mean, that's again, comes to comes down to necessity, right? Like, you want to show things from different perspectives because it's a fight scene, so you cut, 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 right? Like, yeah. Or, like, for, for dramatics between, like, two people where you cut to one and the other, like, back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah. Well, the other thing is that it's a tool that can be used for more than just that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, like the again the 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 use of it as as a stylistic choice would only come from the information that you can use it as a stylistic choice. Which, mm-hmm. like, again, the birth of cuts came because of because of the necessity of it. So unless people nowadays have the necessity for it, they will not think to use it as a stylistic choice unless they are told about it. Right. If that makes sense. I guess what I'm saying is every person that wants to go into animation should watch Citizen Kane. <laughs> okay. Basically. I have not Just, seen Citizen Kane. I don't know what this is. No, it's... It's... And this is going to piss people off, but it's the it's the greatest movie ever made. Uh-huh. That's in quotes. I see. Yeah, I see your air quotes. Yeah. Uh, I consider it... I've seen it a few times. Mm-hmm. It's a very important movie. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But it's important because it... Uh, when you're going to film school, you look at it as a time capsule of all the techniques you're learning because they okay. are all learned and created in that movie, basically. Okay. It's a bunch of weirdos who had a radio show, basically, who had a radio studio who uh-huh. were like, let's make a movie. Okay. And they did so many, they invented so many new things with it. Okay. Like, they invented, like, the mirrors, you know, the mirror shot where you just see them, like, going on into infinity. Right, yeah. Like, before, people would look at them and be like, how do you even do that with the camera? And they figured it out. Okay. <laughs> so, it's a good, it's good to look back at where you came from. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Okay. And it's why it's why Citizen Kane is kind of important to look at as a movie. Okay. You can say it's not a good movie, but I would disagree with you because it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it, yeah. so I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not talking to you specifically. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking to the invisible person, you know. Wow. He's like, Citizen Kane sucks. It's so boring. Right. You know? Oh, okay. That random person who already has his like Twitter out and is just ready to bash. Yeah. yeah. Batman: yeah. The Dark Knight is the best movie ever made. All right, sure. Um, any hoodles? That's kind of all that I had in my notes about about yeah. about. Oh, there's a the lady show. mercenary. There is a lady mercenary. That's that was very cool. That was very cool. There were a total right. of three women in this show in this episode. Actually, four. four. There four. was the mom. There was the mom. Yep. There we go. Yeah, it's we're still kind of off ratio there. Yep. But, you know, hey, that's better than nothing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there was his dead girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to count her. I was going to make a joke about it, but you beat me to it. Anyway. It. Um, yeah. Should we get to the news? Yeah. To the news. Okay. All right. Coronavirus, which means there's, holy crap, there's news, Maria. What? Because animation is one of the only things thriving in the entertainment industry under Corona. Oh my God! How is that possible? Is it because people can work remotely and animate stuff from their homes? Yep. Wow. Oh, fuck, 
I totally forgot about this. We it's been so long, and this came out so long ago. But you know, I have to bring it up. Uh-huh. Okay, do you know the show The Blacklist? Yeah, I mean, like I've heard of it. I don't well, know yeah, what it's you, about. I, I, I've seen it, and I still don't know what it's about. Okay. So, question mark. Anyway, they couldn't film the last episode of their recent season, so they animated it. Amazing. All right. It looks awful. I mean, yeah, I'd expect that. Everybody should go and look at that because it is awful. Holy shit, it's so bad looking. God. All right. All right, but on to some good news. Mm-hmm. Sony Animation, you know that studio? Yep. Okay, you know that studio that sometimes makes good films? Uh-huh. And makes many poor decisions because they're a company headed up by idiots. Uh huh. Well, guess what? They're like, hmm, animation is seeing a new resurgence thanks to coronavirus. Uh huh. You know what we're gonna do? Uh huh. We're gonna make a bunch of R-rated animated movies. Like what? Uh, they announced a bunch of Gendy projects recently. Hold on. Okay, but it's Basically, Gendy, though. Well, yeah, it is Gendy. But yeah, um, I, I see this as a good thing. Okay. I mean, for you know, for the longest time, animation has been held back because R-rated animated movies is R-rated animated movies are either a terrible mm-hmm. or b nobody ever watches them. Mm-hmm. So now with this new kind of lease on animation, mm-hmm. where you don't have to throw it in a theater and kind of cross your fingers, right? Maybe we can see something new. Something we haven't seen before or something that isn't made by a tiny team that's never going to make any money off of it. And it's going to put get put into the best animated movie category along with Shaun the Sheep. Oh, God. I remember when that happened. Yeah. No offense to Shaun the Sheep. No, Shaun the Sheep is a good show. It's just, like, not, like, Oscar The best animated movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's just insulting. It really is. Anyway, so, you know, I I see good things on the horizon, hopefully, question mark. I mean, if Gendy can be the one to kind of lead the charge on this, as like, you know, the best animator... Mm-hmm. Dad, okay, not like not period, but like he's really good at what he does. Right. I you know I have hope. Alright. I mean I can see that. I I'm excited, actually. I would I would love mm-hmm. to see some like R rated animation that's not like sausage party. Oh god. Ugh, we don't mention that, Maria. Anyway, what else do we got? Yeah, uh, we got some new movies coming out. Ooh. We can talk about that. Um, we got uh, Phineas and Ferb is getting a new movie. What? I thought that show died Plus. down. It did, but I guess they're getting a new movie. 
Ooh. Ah, that's kind of cool. Uh, Candace Against the Universe. Heh. <laughs> it will premiere on August 28th on Disney+. Plus. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's nice. Okay. Um, apparently there's going to be, you know who Jason Momoa is, right? Yes. Apparently he's going to voice Frosty the Snowman in a new Frosty the Snowman film. Don't know who Frosty the Snowman is. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Okay. That, that uh, should oh, be yeah. interesting, but okay. Sure. Why not? Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going back to CG with a new movie. Are you excited, James? Hey. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in movies have never kind of worked, really. Right. Like the first one worked, but only because they had Jim Henson working on it. Who okay. made the suits not horrifying? All right. And then, of course, this, well, the second one was kind of a disaster, and then the third one never happened. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about that one. Mm-hmm. You're wearing your headphone weird, and it's distracting. My head is hurting, like my ears hurting because of it, because they're a little big for oh. my head, so I, I, oh, I have to, I like, see. move it so that it doesn't, like, squish my face. Oh, Okay. Um, then we had a CG animated movie that I never watched that looked okay. Which one? I don't know. Was, I think it was just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I don't understand why it was there or what it was doing. It was in theaters. Okay. It was weird. And then we had the Michael Bay movies. Of course, yes. So yeah, like the Turtles has a bad track record when it comes to movies. Oof. Maybe this time so, it'll be better on CG. Yeah, maybe this time. Maybe. I mean, one can only hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Right. Is that it? There's more, there's more stuff, but we can save it for later. Okay. Especially considering it's corona and we're in like a news desert. So No, we're in a news glut, Maria. Oh, Okay. We got so much news. There's so much news. Okay, I guess we'll save some for mm. next time then. Yeah, we'll have ooh, next time. I have a I have a special news story for that. Ooh. So, yeah, look forward to that. We'll talk about it. All right. All right. Well, stay tuned it. for that juicy tidbit of tea that James has to offer. It's tea that has already been spilled multiple times. Oh, okay. Well, he has more. He has it too. So I guess if you're, you know, lacking in tea, then anyway. If I like that phrase, why? Honestly, I don't know. It just feels doesn't feel spill the tea. Yeah. 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 I didn't know it was a thing until I came over here, and one of my friends was like. Yeah, I I was I, I came home. I was really frustrated. She was like, "What happened? Spill the tea?" And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> she was like, "Spill the tea." I was like, "I don't understand." And she was like, "It's it's when you like you know what? It's it's like when when you have gossip to tell or like information or something like that." I was like, "Oh, that's weird." But I like it. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> I think it's because it started in the in the gay community. And then people just kind of took it. I, I don't know where it came from, but it's here now, and I don't dislike it. Okay, that's fair. 
Anyway, Any sorry. hoodles. I shouldn't. It's okay. Um, if you like this episode and uh, want to support us, then leave us a like. If you're listening to us on YouTube, and leave us a comment. Subscribe if you yeah. haven't already. Um, I'm trying to get the episodes up on there. Yep. I keep forgetting. James is doing his best. You guys, give him some some love. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Um, if you're listening to us on Spotify, leave us, uh, well, follow us and keep listening. Um, and you can also follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Chaotic Silly, no space. And if you like us a lot more and you're willing to give us money because somehow you have left over from this crisis, um, for a dollar, you can support us on Patreon. Usually we give out our Movie Night in Hell episodes on patreon it's usually patreon exclusive but because of the crisis and people being bored and stuck at home we're giving it out for free and also mm. it's christmas in july so you'd have gotten it for free anyway True. uh but if you feel like you know you like us and want to listen to us babble some more then keep you know you can send us a little bit of extra change is mm. probably less than the starbucks coffee that you buy <laughs> It's $1 for everything, so, yes. you know. $1 for all exclusive content. Yep. We're not We're not going to do the different tiers, I think. If you <laughs> want to pay us more, you can. Yes, it's very much up to you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of it for today. We're, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Which will be? Oh. I don't, I don't know, James. What is the next episode? <laughs> well, because of the recent events, mm -hmm. you know, those ones. Yeah. Which one? There's a lot of them, actually. Yeah. I, I should be clearer yes. on that. Yes. Because of the Black Lives Matter protests. Mm-hmm. I thought we could take a look at a cartoon from a black uh, person as creator? the head. Yeah, creator. Thank you. My brain just died there. Like black person man <laughs> who God. did things. A black an African American a black creator. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Basically, and well I I'm thinking static shock is gonna be the one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That uh that two thousands show. <laughs> Alright, well It'd be fun. Yep, we're gonna watch maybe static shock. We're not watching The Proud Family again. <laughs> Let's not do that. I mean, I, I know where it stands for a lot of people, but yeah. If you listen to our last Proud Family episode, you'll know why. I'm not a very big fan. Um, but again, um, we're going to watch anyway. Static Shock, I think, or something in that vein. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.